This is Heavy Hole Football. On today's show, we talk about the new head coach of the Washington Redskins. We talk about the Pro Bowl. We talk about the new offensive coordinator for the Redskins and running backs coach. And restructuring of contracts. This and much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and Joe. Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's happening? What Welcome to the much-anticipated episode 115, Harry Hog Football. Um, this is Aaron, Josh, and John. 115 episodes. That's whack. I remember when we were trying to get Daryl Green on for episode 28. I know, dude. That totally didn't work. Yeah, we were so close. Except for that, we weren't. But that was years ago. Literally. You know what? If we're lucky, we might run into a DG out there in Canton, Ohio. That's right. Oh, speaking of, dude, I have an update about our Canton trip. We, of course, are going... And um, Tom's going, of course. But then uh, we found out that the Redskins are playing the Colts the day after the induction ceremony. And, of course, my friend at work, Mark, who we've – have we ever had him on or just talked about having him on? I think we had him on briefly one time. Yeah. I can't remember. So, anyway, of course – Back around episode 30-something. So, of course, John said, tell Mark that come the day after the induction ceremony, August 3rd, our scrubs are going to destroy his scrubs. And, of course, Mark decided he wants to go on the road trip with us. So, Mark will be going with us, and he has been charged with a task since he indeed won the Harry Hog Football um, Fantasy League, being the only Colts fan, or basically the only non-Redskins fan in the league, and he won it. But being that he shit has a mutual hatred for the Dallas Cowboys, um, as he won... Didn't he win as part of his uh, package for winning the league a um, Dallas Cowboys uh, bullet hole uh, logo shirt with a bullet hole? That's right. That's right. He won. He won one of those uh, shirts that I actually own one myself. But uh, got the Dallas Cowboys star on it, so you see at first glance, and you're like, "Oh, it's another ugly Dallas shirt." But it's actually very beautiful because take a little bit more notice of the uh, star, and you notice there's a bunch of bullet holes. Um, going through the entire star, like like eleven or twelve of them, and on the back it says Harry Hog Football. Yeah, and this shirt is available at our online store. Just go to our website and check it out. But anyway, Mark has the shirt, and his goal is to take it with us to Canton, find some ex Cowboy Hall of Famer like Troy Aikman or Moose Johnston or one of those dudes hanging around thinking they're cool and tricking them into autographing the shirt. <laughs> yeah, Moose Johnson might be there. Of course, he's not in the Hall of Fame, but nice. he might be there with his uh, his buddy Joe Buck. Um, <laughs> but I think I think he's going to have the biggest luck if he can find Michael Irvin because he'll be high. Man, so, you know, it'd be, be like, dude, it's not my shirt, man. <laughs> it'd be sweet if we could get it put on like um, Michael Irvin's bust. Dude, if if we if he <laughs> if he gets Michael Irvin to sign that shirt, we're going to use it on am, as ammo on Harry Hog football for like now from eternity. <laughs> oh man in fact we might run it up the flagpole right underneath the Dallas sucks flag that uh, that David Lee sent us I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say that you were going to give him the task of securing the Winnebago 
We might give him the task for that too. What? We might give him that task too, because he's the type. That task and see what he can come up with. He's the type of dude that might be able to come up with it. Anyway, moving forward, we got some big news this week or, or last week. The Redskins have signed their offensive coordinator as their new head coach in a surprise move. But the question is, was he wearing a Dallas Star shirt with bullet holes when they signed him? <laughs> you're, talking about, you're talking about people signing Dallas shirts. Never mind. You totally missed the joke. Totally missed I, I, yeah, you know, uh, Jim did uh, jump up there, and uh, he made an interesting comment during his first, I think it was his very first press conference. It might have been, you know, the next day or something, but Soren came out there, and he was like, yeah, and the Redskins colors. I don't know if someone asked him or if he just said it or whatever, but he's, apparently the Redskins colors are now red and black. And yellow. And yellow. Which, you know, I'm giving him a pass. Even though, you know, we believe burgundy and gold is very important to have those as the color, the names of the colors, because they are. But uh, I give the guy a pass, because he's not from here. Dude. And he doesn't really he doesn't really understand, but I think that was a very, very quick uh, inauguration into uh, the Redskins Nation, where fans and everyone's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I get that stuff right. That's like a Pittsburgh Steeler with a bloody nose. Dude. Red, red and black and yellow. Dude, not only is he not... <laughs> Not only is he not from here, dudes, he's never coached, you know, he's never been a head coach, A, and he's never even been an offensive coordinator. Well, in college, right? Man, um, not like the double whammy promotion. He's been a quarterback's yeah, coach. But that's, yeah, but that's not unprecedented from someone coming from the uh, Mike Holmgren team uh, or a tree of coaching uh, right over in Philadelphia. Andy Reid did the same thing. He was a quarterback's coach, and he got promoted to head coach. Yeah. Another team straight up. I yeah. just hope to God Tom Cruise had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but dude, don't you have to kind of don't you have to kind of look like Mike Holmgren for that to work? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of coaches. In, there's a couple of coaches in the league that look exactly like Mike Holmgren. He's one of them. Like Jim Zorn's not round enough, and he doesn't have the little like spectacles. So how? Yeah. <laughs> it's Mike Mike Holmgren. Who's the other guy that looks exactly like him? The other coach? Andy Reid, dude. His Andy his... Reid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Joe Gibbs had some interesting stuff to say about the uh, the upcoming hiring of the new coach, and I'm going to play it right here. I think there were a lot of things that uh, we got accomplished, and I think we're a lot stronger now uh, than four years ago. What advice do you have for your successor, if any? My advice would be, first of all, to um, it's it's the greatest place in the world, to coach football. It's, um, you know, with the greatest fans, enjoy it, uh, but also, you know, um, get ready because uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough deal. <laughs> so uh, whoever gets it, I'm sure, is going to want the, um, you know, uh, I think it would be the right person. Dan will pick the right person, and then we all need to support him. And, uh, and then, of course, the, hopefully with what's here, you know, we can uh, really get the whole dream. We're going to see you around. I mean, we're going to miss you here in the yeah. studio. We spent a lot of time with you, Coach. It will not be the same. Uh, are you going to be coming back? <laughs> <laughs> what the? What's up with the maniacal laughter, dude? Of course, I have been embellishing it throughout the whole podcast so far, but still. <laughs> Did he 
you really make that noise? Yeah, dude, this is it. <laughs> That's his laugh in there. <laughs> you, you mean when, when, was that Larry Michaels interviewing him? It sounded like Forrest George. I think it was Forrest George and Larry Michael. Forrest George being our, our unofficial uh, Harry Hogg football man in the field or in his mixing studio in the basement um, of Harry Hogg Studios. Forrest George sent us the uh, that bad. clip. <laughs> Forrest George sent us that cl- clip and swears that, that that is seriously Joe Gibbs laughing. Okay. <laughs> so if he says it, man... Let me just let me just go on the record and true. say we we cannot verify the validity of we the cannot, laugh. However, we cannot we cannot confirm or deny. Dude, we are we are in a unique position in that we cannot confirm or disconfirm that this is true. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, anyway. getting getting down to uh, all seriousness, guys. Um, to be truthful with you, as Joe Gibbs would say. Um, what do you guys think about the uh, Zorn hiring as he- or promotion as head coach? Um, well, I think I think that anybody would want to play in Washington. I mean, you know, we got the, it's a great place to play, play football, and and you know they got the best fans. There's a Scientology temple on the bottom of the stadium. <laughs> um, the Tom Cruise temple. <laughs> um, in seriousness. Um, Tom you know, a lot, a lot of people, because you know, people know that we're all extremely huge Redskins fans, and a lot of people have been asking me um, that I've seen over the last week or so. They're just like, "Hey, man, what do you think Tim's on?" And I don't really have an answer for any of them except for, you know, if he wins, great hire. If he loses, he sucks. <laughs> but there's nothing else really to say about him. I know, dudes. I've been thinking about it, and at first I was like, "Who is this dude?" You know, like. He hasn't coached before, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? As far as Dan Snyder is concerned, I'd kind of rather have that than have, like, Jim Fossil or some old dude that would just, like, you know, half do the job to collect the paycheck, you know, for a year or two until they get fired going 8-8 eight and eight and, and some new guy that's out to prove himself. I might just rather have the new guy, um, even though I think they might as well have hired us as the uh, head coach and or me as the head coach and you guys as coordinators. But, you know, <laughs> it could be cool. Yeah. Which one of us looks the most like Andy Reid? You'd have to shave your beard. Josh looks the most like Andy Reid. You, you got you got to get that whole walrus. You are, you are the walrus, Walter. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I think you would look the most the like Andy Reid, dude, if you grew a mustache and had a um, little spectacle. Like 150 extra pounds on me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Then yeah. <laughs> I put on a fat suit, like like uh, like uh, what's his face in the Santa Claus? Dude, we're gonna get you, yeah, like Tim Allen or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. One of those, um, we're gonna get you one of those sumo suits, and we're gonna put some uh, put a big old like six X Eagles jacket on you. <laughs> and we're gonna get you one of those like those those triple fat goose Eagles jackets and put it on you. No, it's triple fat Eagles, dude. Whatever it is. I am the walrus. <laughs> I am the walrus. Yeah, they do kind of look like walruses with those mustaches. <laughs> anyway, dudes, that's us on Harry Hog Football. We say that he may not fit the mold of the um, Mike Holmgren tree of coaches because, well, he doesn't much look like one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, Jim you know, Zorn has been. Like he kind of looks like someone that plays in one of those uh, those, those remnants of the Grateful Dead band, like <laughs> Rat Dog or something like that. He kind of has that that slightly wily eyed look to him, like he used to be a crazy hippie back when he was twenty. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I did hear an interview with one of his players in Seattle. Actually, it was um, what's his name, Seneca Wallace, the backup quarterback there. Did you say Seneca? Yeah, Seneca Wallace. That's his name, isn't it? Anyway, he was saying that uh, Jason Campbell will learn to um, like Jim Zorn. Apparently, he's got different methods and he's very hands-on, whatever that means. But <laughs> he will learn to uh, love. Uh, he will uh, learn. Uh, <laughs> he will learn to love I Jim did read Zorn. An article about um, before the the playoff game that instead of Zorn, Matt Hasselbeck was saying that usually he and Zorn just hang out a lot before the game, talking and stuff. And uh, Hasselbeck, I think he said that he introduced Zorn to Jason Campbell out there on the field before the game, and the two hit it off, like, really quick. And Matt Hasselbeck was like, dude, where are you going? <laughs> dude, why are you cheating on me? Just, yeah. <laughs> We've been together for no. so long. <laughs> <laughs> Little did he know he was going to be heading to Washington. I think we'll put a picture of uh, Jim Zorn up on the website, and um, we'll see if we can't uh, get some get some feedback just based on his uh, appearance dude what is it's not are you hard or not dot com I mean what, what are you talking about <laughs> I rate Jim Zorn <laughs> <laughs> although here's a great here's a great uh, here's a great picture of uh, Jim Zorn and Ken Stabler uh, together dressed in like some 1970s checkered shirts <laughs> Um, let's talk about some of the hirings that he got to make, because he did actually get to hire some of his uh, coaches. All right. Yes, the uh, offensive coordinator, Sherman Smith, coming in from um, Seattle, right? Nashville Next. I mean, yeah, Tennessee Titans. Oh, sorry, the Nashville Next. Yeah, Sherman Smith, he, like, Decided he was gonna what gonna go to Washington, and then he changed his mind and said he wasn't, and then he changed his mind and said he would. And apparently, he worked with um, Jim Zorn. Where did he work with him? Somewhere else. He worked and played with him. Yeah, he played with him. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim Zorn's very hands-on. So. <laughs> sucked no i don't remember much about him except they sucked dude except it was a guaranteed 2-0 here dude here's what i have to say he got ousted by some dude named stump (laughs) (laughs) nice so stump mitchell is the new quarter uh running backs coach congratulations to him congratulations and good luck to jim zorn first and foremost learn the colors of the team and then hopefully the team will learn your playbook and Apparently, for those of you that haven't heard, uh, Jim Zorn is going to institute a West Coast 
offense in Washington. And he will be calling the plays himself, even though he has an offensive coordinator. He will be calling his own plays. And John, our our good man John, is going to, in a nutshell, for those of you that don't know, um, explain what the West Coast offense is. Well, uh, the West Coast offense is pretty simple. Um, first, got to go to the West Coast. <laughs> OC, um, known as Orange County, out there you got to ride a chopper. <laughs> and you go out there and you piss a whole bunch of people off, and that is the uh, West Coast offense. That's it. You wear leather. Um, you have hairy backs and tattoos, and, and, and you piss a lot of people off. That's the West Coast offense in a nutshell. Seriously. Seriously. And there you have it, folks. The West Coast oh. offense. Well, then you cleared that up. Yeah, thanks. No, you know, I'm here to please. Anyway. In all seriousness, though. Um, How many times do we say that during the show? In all seriousness. We said it a lot this time. This is our catchphrase for the week for episode 115. He's going to be throwing a lot of short passes. Is uh, what it's going to yeah. going to amount to, and uh, which I think could be good because that that'll open it up for uh, Clinton Portis to get some more runs and some catches out of the backfield. And uh, so what I'm curious about is, are, are we going to see a new offensive line blocking scheme with a lot less pulling and a lot more uh, a lot more zone blocking, which can open up uh, a lot of more a lot more holes for Clinton Portis? I don't know. I haven't heard anything really about that. I know that. Um, Seriously, did you, did you just say opening up holes for Clinton Porter? <laughs> I didn't say for him to sit through a count. Dude, Joe Bugle staying on, from um, what I heard. Talking about, they were talking to Joe Bugle, and he said that um, he thought that Lorenzo Alexander, who was apparently only going to play offense this year, instead of everything, uh, that they think that he's going to be a pretty good pulling lineman. So I don't know if, if there'll be any kind of clash between Joe Bugle. Jim Zorn, I don't know if it's going to incorporate the same kind of blocking. Uh, I guess we'll have to see. Wait and see. Interesting. Dude, um, I don't know. But uh, I do know this. Chris Cooley restructured his contract. Rock Cartwright. He did. Rock, the Redskins are still in some bad salary cap space. So if they can keep players like... Lorenzo Alexander that aren't going to cost him an arm and a leg, it'll be good. Because uh, the Redskins right now are $9 million over the cap, uh, roughly. Cooley restructured, um, and uh, Rock Cartwright wants $2 million guaranteed, and John put a post up that said that could end Rock Cartwright's time in Washington, the fact that he wants $2 million in guaranteed money. Yep. You know, it might, considering we have new offensive coaches and all the way down, um, you know, he's a special teamer. He's great. I think he's one of the top return men in the league because he consistently has gotten a Redskins good field position. Um, it seems like he's always getting to at least 30 uh, almost every time he run, run a kickback. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I, I just kind of have a feeling that he's not going to make it back. He, he's, he's at that point in his career where he's never going to make that huge amount of money. He's never going to be a starting running back. He needs some kind of guarantee, and I don't know if the Redskins are going to give that to him, but they're going to let him go. Hmm. Well, well, with the cap, dude, I don't see, I don't see him coming back. To tell you the truth, yeah, I don't either. Unfortunately, 
You know who else I don't see coming back? I see. I don't see uh, Todd Collins coming back because he's going to want more money and he's going to want to try to start. I don't see um, Mark Brunel coming back. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't see Josh's Josh's favorite player. um, The term. <laughs> Avoid the Lloyd. He's not going to be coming back. Yeah. Well, how are they going to get their money out of him, though? Seriously. Dude, I don't know, but I'll uh, tell you I one thing. Last year. Maybe they can get a 13th round pick for him. <laughs> Maybe it'll make him feel so horrible that he'll pay the Redskins to get out of his contract. Oh, yeah. No, he won't do that. That'd be awful. I don't know that that's ever happened before. They could make him like. I don't like, know. Levar Aaron did that. Dude, I know. Dude, I know what they could do. They could make him like sit outside the stadium and like sign autographs for every single person that wants them before and during and after each game until he just gets so tired of. Um... Dude, he wouldn't get tired. He'd get bored. <laughs> He'd be like, please, please let me sign your autograph. Please let me you want sign. Me to sign your autograph. Let me sign the jersey. <laughs> let me sign that Harry Hawk shirt of yours, please, please. 85, 85. Well, he might not have 85 this year. Apparently, um, there have been reports. I don't think they're um, true that Chad Johnson might want to come to Washington. Yeah, I thought that was all a load of, load of bull in the first place. Even They're not going to let him go in Cincinnati. He doesn't really want to leave. He's just pissed off because they sucked last year. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's just posturing himself to make more money. Yeah. Even though the Cincinnati's already torn up his contract once and gave him a better deal, so I don't think it's happening again. Maybe, maybe we can trade. Uh... Maybe we can trade. Uh, avoid the Lloyd straight up for him. <laughs> I'll give you avoid the Lloyd straight up. <laughs> To make that anywhere near an even trade, I mean, Chad Johnson's got more gold in his mouth worth, you know, than what Brandon Lloyd's worth. Maybe we could trade Ocho Cinco for Ocho Cinco. <laughs> we'll give you Brandon Lloyd, Mark Brunel, and $10. And $10. Oh, man. Nice. Interesting, dude. Very interesting. In case you guys, oh, on another note, in case you guys, in case you guys didn't see the Pro Bowl, our dog Chris Cooley, number twenty-one, had a touchdown reception. An NFC victory. He had a reception. Didn't he have a? He caught it from Hasselback, actually. Yeah. He didn't even have to catch that tainted, tainted ball from Romo. I know. He's not touching any of Romo's balls. <laughs> Dude, what is up with Speaking the podcast? Of other Pro Bowlers, um, uh, the Red Snapper, uh, he signed his typical one-year contract, um, probably for his league veteran minimum. Hopefully, the game a little bit of a raise. Uh, but you know, I, I hope he had in his contract last year. It's like if I make the Pro Bowl, I get an extra ten thousand dollars or something. Dude, his raise was he got to go for a yeah, free, all-expense-paid trip to to Honolulu. Man, <laughs> that was his raise. But you know, he brought like probably twenty people from North Carolina with him. 
That's mm-hmm. what I see. I guess he's from Carolina. He went to Chapel Hill. But, yeah, man, he's a Pro Bowl long snapper now. <laughs> he's a Pro Bowl red he's snapper. like 650000 Seriously. I know. And he always, for those of you guys who don't know, he always signs his con- He only does one-year contracts. And I don't know if that's a motivational tool to himself or I, I don't know why he does it that way, but he only does one-year contracts. And they've already re-signed it. Um, so, and I think he's, he's just pretty happy to be uh, having one of the cushier jobs in the NFL as a player. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, congratulations to Ethan for making the Pro Bowl as well. Him and like 12 uh, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good Lord. It was, I mean, we may as well have been watching a Cowboys game. The way that well, you know. Seriously. Well, I have nothing to say about that. I got something to say. I got something to say. I got something to say. Brandon Lloyd sucks. <laughs> anyway, dudes. Um, what else have we got? Oh, we've got the uh, brand new Josh was working on the uh, Harry Hog football map. Dude, it's ready to go. It's up. Yeah, it's up, dude. It's sweet. It's it's so much easier to use now. Thanks, like it's like way user friendly. Thanks to our friends at uh, at Google. Now, now we we kind of thought about what's the best way to do this, and and you know if we let it's not that we don't trust all you guys out there to put your own names and things on the map, but. Uh, <clears throat> We really kind of don't. So, um, we, you know, we don't want any, like, Cowboys porn or anything showing up there. Um, yeah, we don't We don't want Cowboys fans signing up as, like, you know, JC-17 and Harry Hogg, and then next thing you know, there's, like, porn website being advertised at, like, Wichita when you look on the map. <laughs> right, right. At Wichita. So, but, um, but that said, you know, if you want to get yourself on the map, if you have, if you're on the old map, we're working to get you on the new map. So unless you want to say something else, you don't necessarily have to send it to us again. But uh, if you want us to shoot us an email to put you on the map, send an email to HHF Nation, Harry Hog Football Nation, HHF Nation at uh, HarryHogFootball.com, or you can just send one to good old John, uh, John at HarryHogFootball.com, and he will get uh, those emails and make sure that you can put on the map. Yeah, we also got a, a bunch of people over the last week or so that have signed up for the site and uh, sent in the, to say, put me on the map. So, right. Yeah, yeah. if you shoot us an email, make sure you put in the subject line, put me on the map. That way, uh, as we're sifting through emails, it's something that sticks out at us. So, right. Yeah, it sticks out, you know, beyond like the Viagra and uh, <laughs> and like the, the, and, all other. and all the it's Russian like emails. My, like Viagra and the uh what else can we get we get <laughs> oh man joe gibbs did have a pretty strong showing this past uh this past weekend in daytona by the way joe gibbs racing that's right for those of you guys who are like us and you're uh looking for something to uh fill the off-season need for football uh, nascar started up and since joe gibbs has three cars in the stable um Nice to see his team go three, four, and like I don't know, nineteenth or something like that. Even if one of them is Kyle Busch. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he needs to go. And... <laughs> the Redskins on one of his cars. Dan Snyder's got so much money. Why isn't he sponsoring a NASCAR? I could have like the Redskins and Johnny Rockets and FedEx. Well, they do have a FedEx car. And they need to put that stuff all over one of those cars. Seriously, they need. They do. They need to have the Six Flags Redskins Johnny Rockets FedEx car. <laughs> illegal timber harvesting car 
<laughs> the illegal timber harvesting. I Tom Cruise on the hood. <laughs> a picture of Tom. Dude, it needs to be a dude. It needs to be a picture of Tom Cruise on the hood, and then Dan Snyder's head in profile, like kind of overlaid, um, over the Tom Cruise <laughs> picture. <laughs> side sponsors he gets their name like by the uh, gas tank and stuff <laughs> down on the front bumper by the wheel well yeah he paid five hundred thousand dollars for that little four by four inch uh, <laughs> place there yeah anyway dude i think it might be too late to call tom i hate to say it yeah i know we keep i uh, think it is we keep putting it off but uh we're kind of regrouping we're gonna uh Get some get some more organizational stuff happening so that we make sure we get Tom on every week and uh, keep checking Tom's trivia. Yeah, I think episode one thirteen was the last question he had up, so um, we'll get with Tom and we'll do some catch up this week and uh, uh, plan a plan a time next week where we can get Tom on and make sure that he's on the podcast. We're also working That's on right. if you're going to send him an, an answer to it, like you know, you go on to the head of the website. He has his own uh, tab at the top, so you can see what the uh, updated question is, and you can send him one. Of, at, what's the address for him? Tom. Just Tom. Just open. Simple around here. And in case you guys can't spell out there, it's T O M. And open up. Yeah, just open up your email account and say, "Email to Tom." (laughs) Tom. (laughs) And HarryHogFootball.com. Anyway, we're just getting giddy. So, uh, what else we got? Uh, All we have left is. well, let's see here. John, you ready for it? Let's do it. Well, this week we're in another, another week. is a member of the Crimson Tide of Alabama. He was a quarterback for the Washington Redskins from 1948 to 1952, and then again in 1954. His name is Harry Gilman. Harry Hogg? Actually, Harry, Harry Gilmer. Harry Gilmer. Gilmer. With a G. G-I-L-N-E-R. Who's Harry Gilmer? I don't know. He's the quarterback for the Washington Redskins. He played for Alabama. Sweet. Interesting. With the cool helmets where they just put the number on there. Here's a a Tom's trivia question this week since Tom's not here to ask it. How many former Redskins players are named Harry? Are in what? Oh. How many are what? How many former Redskins players have the name Harry? All right, if you know the answer to that, send it in to Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com or Tom at HarryHogFootball.com for your chance to win <laughs> right. fabulous presents. That is H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. Yep, and get on the website, you know, check it out, some new things. Get on the map, tell us to put you on the map. And, uh, and uh, you know, Shoot us a shoot us an email, give us a ring, whatever, and we will uh, 
catch you guys on the flip side. That's right. And for those of you guys who are international, when you go to the, to the uh, map, it does it does zoom out to the entire world. So uh, I know UK Hawkman, my man out there in England for the Reading Renegades, man. We'll get you on there. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Here where you are. Anyway, we better wrap this thing up. We're just rambling on. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have Tom back on. And uh, we'll... And, oh, also the uh, Combines this week, too, isn't it, John? I believe it is coming up. That is that is the new news. Um, if you guys have been checking out Mel Kuyper's hair, I mean ESPN, um, <laughs> he's, he's, we're seeing a whole lot of Mel Kuyper right now, and the, the draft is still two months away. we got the Combine coming up real shortly. Yep. So, uh, anyway. He rides and it's falling. All right. We'll, All right. T- we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, hail the Redskins. And as usual, if you see a Cowboys fan, go on. Bye bye.